This is CJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today, I want to know, what's all this about Palm Sunday? I mean, have you noticed a bunch of folks walking around with palm fronds, crafting them into crosses, stashing them about their abodes in their cars, and giving them as gifts? Well, as it turns out, They've been doing it because it was just Palm Sunday, the first day of the Christian Holy Week, which commemorates Jesus' final entry into Jerusalem, an historic event it was said to be triumphant on the order of a coronation, with crowds gathered to acknowledge and celebrate the Messiah, Christ Jesus, whose coming had been foretold hundreds of years prior, and by riding a donkey, both a symbol of peace and the specific transport animal of prophecy, Jesus boldly confirmed his sovereignty as those gathered acknowledged his claim with the paving of his path with palm fronds, an honor reserved only for conquerors and kings. But he was both. So to this very day, palm fronds are collected, blessed, and made into crosses to commemorate this extraordinary day, the first in what was a busy spiritual week in which ancient prophecies were fulfilled, death itself was conquered, and a new way of being was delivered in full with events so astonishing that most people on the planet at this very moment, over 2,000 years later, know the name of the man at the center of it all. So... That was Sunday. On Monday, of what we now know as Holy Week, which concludes with the advent of Eastertide, we find Jesus busy at the temple, clearing it out of all the merchants and money changers, tipping over their tables, and, I'm paraphrasing here, saying, Oh, for God's sakes, people, can't we just have one place where money doesn't rule? On Tuesday, he gives prophetic discourse on end times and on his second coming, and then on Wednesday, he appears to have rested up for what he has always known will be two overfull days of monumentally difficult trials culminating in the end to his bodily existence here on earth. For on Thursday, he will celebrate Passover with his disciples at the Last Supper, only to be turned over for arrest later that night by one of his own. Judas would commit what is arguably the most infamous act of betrayal, which is why a traitor is often called a Judas for 30 pieces of silver, somewhere between 90 and 3,000 in today's dollars, which he would never enjoy and never spend. So instantly overcome with remorse, he would be dead by his own hand before Jesus faced the first of his many trials the next day, Good Friday, would bring. Paradoxically known as such for the now obsolete definition of good as pious or holy, Good Friday would find Jesus mocked, tortured, tried, convicted, sentenced, crucified, killed, and laid to rest all in less than 24 hours at the behest of an old world threatened by the new ideas that love and forgiveness could create a new covenant so powerful it could transcend the rule of law and transform the relationship between the created and the creator into something, well, heavenly. Now, all that was Friday, and on Saturday, his body simply lay in his tomb. Yet by Sunday, what is now Easter, it was gone, resurrected along with his spirit as he said it would be. To show the truth of it, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, then to all the disciples, uh, except Thomas, who was later reluctant to believe Jesus lived once again. Hence the term, 
doubting Thomas. So what began with Palm Sunday and commences with Easter is a message annually sent to humanity across the time and space of over two millennia, relayed and broadcast across the world by the hearts and voices of those inspired by an extraordinary being who once rode a peaceful donkey for whom palms were laid by jubilant crowds. And that message, I believe, is simply this. Choose love. For Esoterica, this is CJ Kinney. Thanks for listening.